everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hop Culture today. You are listening to episode 89, and today we are coming at you with our fifth installment of Hashtag Influenced. So if this is the first um, Influenced episode you're catching, first of all, thanks so much for joining us. And um, there are a few others you can go back and listen to. The concept is very simple. We, every once in a while, like once every few months, we like to come together and share some of the products, trends, recipes, shows, whatever that we have been influenced to try out, whether it's from social media or friends in real life that have told us about new things to try. And we give um, a little honest review of what we thought. Um, And we would love to hear from you guys about things you've been influenced to try. For one thing, we are always so flattered and excited when you guys tag us if there's anything we've talked about on the podcast that you've tried out. But we obviously recognize there are many other people out there influencing you. So we will put a sticker question, whatever, on our Instagram stories this week. And please tell us what you've been influenced to try out lately and what you thought of it, because we always love getting new ideas. So um, who wants to get us started today? I have an exciting one that um, just occurred this very day. So it's hot off the press. Hot off the presses, this is actually Luke's that I'm stealing, but have you guys seen the trend towards walking pads that's been occurring? Oh, I've been dying for a walking pad. Yeah, so had Luke for a couple months now, and so he's been saving up, and he it just came in the mail today, and he walked... I think seven and a half miles. Oh, my word. And he burned like 900 calories just from walking. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was telling Luke, I was like, you're such a stomper because I can feel, <laughs> I can like feel the vibrations of hi- him walking through the whole house. Like, stomp, 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 stomp. Luke like, really is really fast. Luke is a he, very he vigorous is walker. purposeful when mm-hmm. he walks. And and he was he was like, well, I'm not always a stomper. Look, if I slow it down, I don't stomp. And then he slowed it way down, and it was still a stomp. Um, but anyway, it's it's been really good for him. He's very excited. He is building himself like some kind of makeshift standing desk. So it's very exciting. We're we're very we're both very pleased about it. And um Well, that's a great investment right at the beginning of medical school. You know, like you exactly. know you're going to be mm-hmm. studying a ton and I'm very jealous. I have been wanting one yeah. for a while. Even though Dave very he wasn't like what would you use it for, but he was like, "Oh, when I mentioned one because it's not like I were I don't like <laughs> I was just going to ask desk. What, Well, like do you spend a lot of like do you I really do. sit a lot? I feel like you're always I'm Not on your during feet. the day, but in the evenings, <laughs> like if I was just sitting, you know, watching TV and like I like pay bills and I feel like I do a lot of stuff on the computer at night and I would love to get some exercise then. But um True. I don't know. When the pod hits it big and I'm doing our accounts payable. It's true. You mm-hmm. know, 
I'm I'm gonna need that walking pad. But no, they're really cool. I'm I'm very jealous. I will admit, uh, mm-hmm. I'm green with envy. So I hope I can make it through the rest of this episode. We were talking about Luke's vigorous um, gait. I hope he won't mind this being on the pod. I tripped really bad over Louie. <laughs> And she okay, felt- Anne's at my house. I caught myself on the <laughs> on the doorway with both hands. Yeah, she would have fallen flat on her face. Yeah. Otherwise. Um. <laughs> so Louis bad. is a lovable dachshund. Buffoon. He's oh, he is a buffoon. He's a sad clown. I've never. He's a sad clown. He's a I've never met a dog who is less spatially aware. He is yeah. Yeah. underfoot. He's yeah, the most directly. And, and he doesn't move so at all. Disconcerting. Like, no. He doesn't skitter around like a normal dog kind of does when they're at your yeah. feet, but they're like <laughs> looking around, you know. He's just he stays there. grounded. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like you're not watching or you're not used to having him around. It's so easy to trip over him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tripped over him I think four times. In the last two days, and I have a. Dog. He's usually really unbothered too by like yeah. yeah, yeah I'm always like, like oh, it sorry. him. Yeah, but when um you guys were here in the spring, Luke tripped over him, and it was just so dramatic because Luke is such a fast, <laughs> purposeful you walker that, test? that it was like <laughs> it was he was a- doing his like purposeful march <laughs> yeah. and. and- <laughs> He went like flying, flying through the air, <laughs> and it was like we could all I see it happening. Like everybody yeah. else saw Louie. It was like no. in his path. <laughs> Luke was a good sport about it. I mean, yeah. it's not his fault. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, Louis. I guess Luke and I have both uh, have both had embarrassing <laughs> fall moments in front of each other's families now. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Well, I have a skincare duo. It's mm. my power duo. Whoa. <laughs> it's actually Blair's not really skin care. It's more of like makeup, I guess. So earlier this summer, I was kind of looking for a better facial sunscreen. And then also, I don't know, makeup in the summer. I wish I was sharing this in the summer. It's not really that helpful now that it's fall. But it's hard in the summer, especially if you live somewhere humid. It just feels so like cakey to be like putting makeup on, you know? And especially when a lot of times in the summer, I'm like going to the pool or, you know, it's just, it feels weird mm-hmm. to put makeup on in the morning, but you you just want a little something. Um, so I heard about the, it's Neutrogena Sensitive Skin Serum Foundation. And I heard about it on another podcast, the Minivan Mamas. I mean, listen to us first, but once you've listened to us for the week, <laughs> you are allowed to go listen to them because they're very entertaining. And, um... I think it was Alexa mentioned liking this. And then I also got the Neutrogena Clear Face Oil-Free Sunscreen. And it's a SPF 50. And they pair really well together. They're both Neutrogena. So I do like a dollop of the sunscreen, a dollop of the serum, mix them together and just like put it on like lotion. And it is, I've really liked it for just like a super minimal coverage makeup plus a sunscreen if it's like you're going to if I'm going to do like nothing, I'll do that and just like some mascara for like a bare minimum. So I, don't, I highly recommend. Nice. That. Mm-hmm. Wow. that sounds great. I have that foundation, too, and I really like it. Yeah, it's really moisturizing. It's very um, light coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, is, very yeah. light coverage. But I, I like that for just like a day where I'm not mm-hmm. really planning on wearing makeup. So, well, I have something but it's something we've talked about before, but 
This is it's, a surprise. Grace said she didn't have anything, so she's I rising right from the ashes. With <laughs> we're all I on the of our seats. You guys, you guys know this already, but the world doesn't know that I bought a second Stanley mug. <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot. Right. That is a big thing to talk about. Um, and really, I just bring it up to say I, I actually do like my Stanley. I at first I was like, this is funny that we're all getting this Stanley whatever, but I actually love my Stanley. And what I love about my Stanley, and this may be true of other brands, you know, so I'm not saying Stanley's the best cup around, but the straw is huge. Mm-hmm. It's a big, I drink so much water because the straw just sucks up so much water. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So like you just, before you know it, the whole 40 ounce thing is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second Stanley. But good. I thought, I thought you, maybe you don't want to talk about this. I thought you said you prefer the, you know, 1.0 design. I Were you not going to pref- talk about okay. that? I am ready to talk about it. Of course, yes. <laughs> so in the new design, the straw now has, there's like a rubber gasket kind of thing that goes over the lid. Like a little strip of rubber. How do I describe this? A gasket, I think, was a good, mm-hmm. I was impressed by that term. Um, so mm-hmm. basically, it, you stick the straw through it and it like really keeps it in place rather than it shifting up and down like the old Stanley straw was just kind of loose in there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't keep it from leaking if you drop it on its side. It, it's <laughs> a little less leaky, but like it's not enough to make it worth it because now the straw doesn't slide very good. So like it's always getting mm-hmm. stuck on the bottom and I don't, I feel it like being hard to suck up water or it's like, it's not exactly where I want it. I reach, you know, because sometimes I'm like in bed or something, I reach to get a sip. I don't have it perfect. I don't want to like bring it perfectly up to my mouth. I want to grab the yeah. straw and just take a sip and let the straw fall where it may. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to do a modification. I think I'm going to cut into the gasket and sort of expand it. <gasps> Whoa. Right. Oh, my word. Do not oh. ruin a beautiful new skin. Not, skin. Wait, so you can't just take the gasket out? You can take it out, but then it opens a hole. It opens two other holes on the Stanley. Oh. So it like, well, one and a half. It opens one other hole. <laughs> anyway, I'll show. Maybe I'll take a picture. <laughs> that just sounds risky to me. I'm not going to post it on our Instagram, but if someone if someone is curious, DM me. DM Claire. She'll tell me and I'll send yeah, you a exactly. picture. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, the new design, I think, is very aesthetically pleasing i mean i love the mm-hmm. old one too dave was like okay is this gonna make mean that you like want a new one and i'm like i can't justify a new one when i already have two but mm-hmm. i do worry <laughs> it's gonna cause factions among the fandom and it's gonna be like oh you have an old one you have a new one like i just liked when we all just we we're just stanley's and like there was no i don't know your color could you yeah that's true that's true, that's true. well i heard eras. that they're gonna sell the lids the new lids like separately so you can get one for your old stanley but you can't you replace that padded, padded handle, handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. but no i'm i'm excited for grace and i <laughs> i shudder to think of her doing some kind of surgery on mm-hmm. it but i mean you guys i will be precise do. Oh, i just remembered it is causing factions what <laughs> because i have because my friend just got her first stanley and she got the new kind and and then she picked up my Stanley and she had the the audacity to be like, oh, it's so heavy because they made it hers. They made the new ones 
ever so slightly less heavy. Okay, I did not notice that. What? <laughs> I know she she was being very That's dramatic so about it. Funny, and I like it the made heft. Me feel... It makes it feel like well made to me. Yeah, you know, I know. That's the part of the term. It's the part new of the is Still heavy. I, the heaviest thing <laughs> yeah, in a Stanley is the heavy. water. Should we talk about what happened to Dave with his Stanley? I don't know if what happened. He to wants Dave? that oh, to be public oh knowledge. The spider. Oh, so he has right. the I can't remember what it's called, but the kind with the flip top straw. It's more like a little jug. And at work, they have to have water bottles that have like that, you know, are closed. So if it tips over, it doesn't damage like computers and stuff. And he got to work first thing in the morning and uh, took a drink. There was a spider in his mouth like it was somehow in <laughs> either in the water or in like the crevices of the straw it had been closed all night so we have no idea like how it got and in and he there. said it was alive like it was a al- he spit it out and it was still alive i hate that so yeah. much it was he said words spread like wildfire like at the hospital like everyone was like i heard what happened to you and stuff and i was like do we sue stanley like well, it was <laughs> but it was like it was just like how did it get in there yeah it's like mm-hmm. vacuum sealed and the, the fact that closed. it was the flip top kind makes it even worse mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I feel like my open straw Stanley is just so vulnerable now. Yeah. But yeah, well, I think it, it probably came in while it was drying or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was sitting oh. on the counter open. Mm-hmm. A spider oh. got in and then, then couldn't he get out. It Nobody knew that it was trapped. Mm-hmm. It didn't yeah. climb in when it was closed. Yeah, I okay. think that's probably exactly that's how what it was. But it's just crazy. He's like, I just cannot figure out how it could have happened. And I didn't notice. But that was a very uh, traumatic experience for better him than any of us. But yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> still, I'm glad he's okay. <laughs> that's what I always say when anything bad happens. Better, uh-huh. better them than me. And better that's, a, than that's me. a nice way to live. I'm just kidding, obviously. Uh, okay, who wants to go next? I have one. I, for my photo shoot, thought it would be fun to do some fake lashes to kind of make my lashes pop. And so I tried Kiss Falscara, mm. which makes it sound like it's like mascara, but it's just um, yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, glue on lashes but it is like a little mascara wand that you apply like the glue with and then they're like little chunks <laughs> i don't know the terminology for someone who <laughs> used to do lashes i don't like yeah this is like your field but yeah i don't i don't deal in like temporary <laughs> lashes but um what would you call them Little wisps i guess yeah wisps that you put on you know like four on each eye and it's supposed to last like I don't know, like a week or something. Um, oh. So I was like, that sounds kind of nice. It's kind of like lash extensions, but less commitment and way less time. I didn't much care for them. For one thing, I didn't apply them very well. It was the first time I've ever really put them on, and then I feel like they didn't make that much of an impact, sort of. Mm. So I wouldn't, like, look at myself and be like, oh, you have fake lashes on. Like, Matt didn't even, like, notice for, like, a day. So (laughs) I feel like they're not, I don't know, not that dramatic, which can be nice, but also you, like, want them a little bit Especially if it's for a photo, you know. Yeah. They probably have 
They probably sell more dramatic ones than that, but just the kind that came in like the starter kit, you know, just weren't very dramatic. And then they fell off really quick, but I will say that was probably user error because I put them on so badly. (laughs) So I don't know, but I keep finding little wisps around my house and like, I keep thinking they're spiders. So I probably, I probably wouldn't do it again, but it was, it was fun, I guess for a little while. I tried to do fake lashes for our family pictures this summer too, but I didn't really try it until like 10 minutes before we were supposed to leave. And then it was just like all my lashes were in like three gluey clumps. <laughs> and I just tore them off and like was like washing my face frantically. So oh no. Oh, oh, no. just do some prep work beforehand is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. Another TikTok another TikTok trend, I guess. I don't know if I'd call this a trend, but just all the clean girls on TikTok are always talking about what they're making for lunch. And they always involve, um, well, it always involves either air fried salmon or crispy tofu. And Mm. I've never really like been a fan of tofu. I remember mom like pureeing it into some soups or something growing Mm up. Mom did not make Tofu that could be remotely called crispy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's quite the opposite. No I think I grew up with like a distrust of tofu in general because it, it would show up in places it shouldn't be. And anyway, now the trend is to make it crispy in the air fryer. And so I tried it and Luke was not happy with me for um, <laughs> trying it. He was not pleased that that was the protein that night, but it actually went over really well with both of us. We both really liked it. I think the key is I had it with like like curry noodles and some like roasted veggies. So it kind of blended in to like, there were like strong flavors and then there were also like other roasted things. So you just didn't even really notice it was there. And I think that's the key to tofu is just not being able to notice it mm-hmm. or distinguish it. So um, anyway, that meal went over big in our house and I I bought more tofu. Wow. <laughs> to try nice. again. Yeah. I bought a tofu press recently <gasps> on Amazon. What? Well, not no, not recently. I bought it earlier this summer and it still hasn't <gasps> gotten here. But oh, I've my. checked it out. I've checked the order and it still says shipping. So what? that's I've what never is a tofu ordered something press? on Amazon that has taken so long. A tofu press is a little thing that you put your tofu in and then it squeezes the water out. Just mm. so that you it's less also, like mushy. Yeah, so it's like firmer. You can also put other stuff in a tofu press, like if you want to make paneer or something like that. Hmm. Um oh. to firm it up. Cool. That's very cool. Um well I have speaking of like food gadgets. Something that has really revolutionized my life lately is a food, I think you just call it a vegetable chopper. They have them. I've seen them all over social media. There's one on Amazon. I think the top seller is like full star vegetable chopper. It's like a square with like a little square grate that you put vegetables on. And then there's like a little paddle that you push down and it pushes it through. The ones on Amazon run about like 30 bucks. And so I was kind of like, eh, that looks like handy. I hate chopping things. That's 
like the worst. I mean, that's probably like a very obvious thing to say. I don't think anyone enjoys it, but whenever I have to make dinner, it's like, oh, I have to have to chop an onion or something. It's just like, okay, this is going to take forever. So I thought something like that would come in handy, but I didn't want to spend the money. So Aldi had one for like 10 bucks on the Aldi aisle, the Isle of Shame or whatever, Aldi finds. And so I bought it on one of my Aldi binges and it has gotten so much use over the last couple of weeks. I've used it probably mm. every day. It is a little annoying to clean. The top part gets like little bits stuck in it. So I use like a toothpick to kind of just like clean everything out and then you can like wash it with soap and stuff. But it's a little annoying to clean, but for the amount of time it saves you in the prep, and it's usually the prep that I really need to speed up. I'm like, I don't mind having to clean a tool afterwards if it'll like really save me time, like when I'm trying to just get dinner done. So I love it. And when this Aldi one breaks, I will happily spend the $30 to replace it with an Amazon one because it is super duper handy for things like onions, zucchini, really anything, any kind of vegetable. Uh, if you're making like pico and you need to just chop like a ton of tomatoes um, and got to see it in action today. It was so exciting. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is that the other day I was talking to Grace about how I really want one of those. And then one popped up on my TikTok <gasps> feed directly after. Oh, my so I was word. Like, oh, no, I don't mm-hmm. like this. And within then 30 seconds. Claire pulls one out and just mm-hmm. is chopping away tonight. And it was actually amazing to see. It made me really want one. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear like like someone not on TikTok reviewing it because I've wanted one too. I have it on my Amazon wish list. Yeah, it feels <laughs> so, a little like, okay, you can't just use like a cutting board and a knife. You know, it, it's like this big bulky thing, but it just chops things so quickly and uniformly. And if you make a lot of like soups and salads and stuff, I think it's like totally worth it. So yeah, it's – I'm trying to think of another kitchen tool I have enjoyed as much in recent years. So, highly recommend. Whoa. Okay, I have another beauty-related one. It's called um, LA Girl Pro Conceal, and it's the peach concealer. And you put it, like, under your eyes because um, it helps cancel out, like, the dark tones under your eyes and it seems like I don't know a little bit like it wouldn't be quite right like why would you put peach you know because mm-hmm. if you have like purple under your eyes you think what cancels out purple yellow so just a regular old concealer would do but that just doesn't quite do it a little bit of peach first actually helps so I would say as far as concealers go it's not like the best concealer ever that particular brand um because i feel like it doesn't really like stay put super well so then it just Mm -hmm. kind of like mixes together with the regular concealer that you put on top of it but i do believe in peach concealer i just Mm. you know i don't know if i love that brand but i do use it from time to time and it it works pretty well is putting green concealer on red like a zit or something still a thing Mm mm-hmm Because I remember that was like when I was learning about makeup in like my tween years, I remember that was like a thing that was recommended. But I just felt like it always just looked like I had like green lip gloss on. Yeah. Like it never worked well. (laughs) I think concealers have come a long way since then. (laughs) 
Because I think I inherited your green, like, concealer stick from you, and it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Queens really shouldn't be trusted with, like, green concealer. I was going to say, that's kind of a (laughs) high-level makeup for a tween. The tweens of today probably could handle it, but... That's very true. TikTok tweens could totally do it. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine us back in the day trying to do, like, contouring or something with, like, the technology and information we had available to us? Contouring was my tween years, Mm -hmm. and it was was pretty bad. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I guess for every tween that's famous on TikTok, there's 10 more in real life who Mm -hmm. haven't quite mastered. (laughs) Yeah. The TikTok tweens are not an accurate representation, I don't think, of... Of real tweens of today. Well, I have a recipe that I was influenced, you could say, to try by my friend Katie. She's the same one who made fun of my mug. But she gave me this butter chicken recipe because we live in a town. It's a small town. There's not that many restaurants. There is one Indian restaurant, but I think I've told you guys about it, how like there was only one girl working and she was wearing like a <laughs> like a really big t-shirt that was so wet it looked like dad after he washes the dishes like just oh, no. wet splotches all over her t-shirt and she like came out like <laughs> like kind of like in a hurry and was like just sit anywhere <laughs> And then oh, she like, no. like most of the tables weren't clean because the poor thing was just working by herself. Anyway, it was a, kind of a mess and the food wasn't, wasn't great at this Indian restaurant and it's pretty expensive. So we've been experimenting and anyway, Katie found a really good butter chicken recipe and I tried it um, recently and it, maybe, maybe it's just that I haven't like had an Indian restaurant around for a little bit, but I feel like it's pretty close to a restaurant style butter chicken and it's really delicious. And I'm very proud of myself because I couldn't find, how how do you say, garam masala? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere because we only have two stores and so neither of them had it. So I looked up what is garam masala and it's just a spice blend. So I made it myself and um oh, anyway wow just, wait, I'm it's impressed. really good i made dad's naan with it it was delicious you only wow. have two stores but you have three arby's no <laughs> the arby's incident was in st louis oh, okay. oh. <laughs> yes. I, was, I was thinking during your arby's <laughs> quest i was like wait how are there three different arby's in kirksville yeah have okay, i described my arby's sense. quest on the pod? i don't think on the podcast Basically, I I really wanted Arby's while we were in St. Louis. We went to three different locations, and they all had big issues happening, and none of them could serve me food. But our Kirksville Arby's is reliable, and I the next day I went, I was back in <laughs> Kirksville, and I was oh, able good. to go <laughs> to Arby's. Okay, um, I have a book that I saw. Sometimes I do, I feel like some of my favorite influenced influences are the ones when I just see it and I like try something on a whim, which especially for buying things is very unlike me. But um, I saw this book, it's called Sweet Home Alaska. 
and it was the Instagram account Everyday Reading who shared it. And I always like her book recommendations. And um, she read this book with one of her daughters and her girls are like around Ella's age. So it was just a fun read aloud that I read with Ella. Um, It's about a girl in the 30s during the Great Depression. And I didn't realize this, but there was like a New Deal program to incentivize people to go up to like the Palmer area, which is close to where we grew up and like farm some of the land and stuff. Um, And so it was just, just being from around there, it was kind of fun to read about. Ella really enjoyed it. And it was just like a very cute story. So if any of you have kids that would enjoy that, it's uh, similar to like a Little House on the Prairie kind of vibe, but set in the 30s. And I didn't really realize that that was part of the New Deal. So that was fun. Um, And then I was influenced today while on Instagram to watch the trailer to the new Lyle Lyle Crocodile movie coming out. Did you guys know? You were influenced to watch a trailer? (laughs) Well, I saw an ad and I clicked. That's influenced, (laughs) isn't it? That counts. I have seen the trailer. (laughs) I was told that Shawn Mendes was playing the little boy. (laughs) (laughs) By a friend who was confused. Like a CGI of him? No, like, I don't know, like... Like a I have no idea. Well, like a Dear Evan Hansen situation. <laughs> Probably more like that. <laughs> um, so I was pleasantly surprised that he wasn't playing a little boy, at least. But no, he's the voice, which is somehow possibly worse. And I love that. There's nothing holding me back. Da 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 da. Is like in the movie. I'm like that doesn't seem. Oh, like it I didn't. I watched a very short trailer. I, he so can't I even do original music for Lyle Lyle Crocodile. He can't do don't leave me now. Claire, don't, don't you dare. Don't you start. Uh, they, no, I, they have to have that do. song. They're gonna have that song in the movie, right? I'm trying to smile. <laughs> this Stop is gonna it. be a this is a Pasek and Paul movie, right? It's a what? Pasek and Paul movie? I have no idea what that don't is. Don't say that like we should know what that is. Yeah, please. don't it's so <laughs> yeah, pretentious. What? It's not. They've done like a. They. I think they did Dear Evan Hansen and Greatest Showman. Oh, this and is well, doing, I don't know doing what a, them. What, is a three, what a three. What a trio movie. I just looked it up. <laughs> Grace is correct. The same friend who told me that Sean Mendes was playing a little boy told, <laughs> told me this. I don't have more info. I'm but sure it'll dazzle. Sean Mendes is not writing the music for this movie. No, he. They're really using him as the face of the film, though. Like he was like, "Come see." Lyle, Lyle, crocodile with me, Sean Mendez, and he's wearing like a little, like a cardigan sweater or something. And I was like, hmm, cool. Um, Lyle, Lyle, crocodile was, it's like the bedrock of my childhood trauma. So <laughs> I, yeah, I have mixed feelings about a new version of it. But I am, I don't know if I'd say excited, but I will keep tabs on this. That's, that's I'm, all I'll say. I will have nothing to do with it. Why? I'm gonna predict. It's- yeah, it's going to be like cats all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this That's is going to be a classic. It's like take a classic, ruin it. And even if they do keep Don't Leave Me Now in the movie, I don't want to see – I can't handle that. I couldn't mm-hmm. handle that as a kid. That was so yeah, – Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I didn't know that this was ha- a movie that was happening until right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking it up as we speak. I almost and didn't believe my eyes when qualms. I saw the preview for it. Honestly. I just never hear anyone outside of our family really talk about Lyle Lyle yeah. Crocodile. So I, yeah, I didn't I'm know shocked. it was a big enough thing to make a movie mm-hmm. out of. Yeah. I thought it had kind of just 
gone away with with time. So I'm surprised, but they're remaking everything. So mm-hmm. nothing's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's safe. Nothing's new. <laughs> no original ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have something I intend to try that I could talk about. I could pull up some intent to try. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than a trailer. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just I want. I'm sharing here to keep myself accountable because I will follow up next time. So in Q1 of 2023, expect a follow-up on okay. what, this is what she's something saying. called a Fox Valley Goose. What? Oh. <laughs> Holy word, what is this? Wait, is this, this the is goose? The porch goose. <laughs> is this is the porch oh, goose. Oh yeah. I forgot so, <laughs> what it is is a large plastic goose that you purchase or make cute little seasonal outfits for, and you just put it on your porch as a little decoration. Oh, I want to make the outfits. I know. I looked on Etsy. I was looking up porch goose outfits, and I, <laughs> it brought me to Etsy, and I saw that people are making their own. And it's honestly easy because it just looks like you kind of make like a little you know, semi-circle or whatever. It, they look mm-hmm. simple. I think it could be really a fun hobby for me. Anyway, <laughs> there's these have been around for a long time. The website mileskimble.com says since 1935. Wow. I think they may have been a big thing in the 80s. I think they're big in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And I only have recently found out about them, and I'm very excited to get into it. So just for example... I'm looking at large white goose, $30. <laughs> not bad. Wow, that's oh, pretty reasonable for an heirloom candy, goose. Candy corn goose outfit. There's teacher goose outfit, snowman what? goose. There's a giraffe costume. Yeah. How do you think Louie will handle it? Oh, that's oh. a good question. Because Jet would tear that goose up. <laughs> I don't know that he would get near enough to actually bite it, but like he would just be barking like crazy. <laughs> well... I mean, it's outside, so like I, he's gonna be on a leash. But look at, just look at Bumblebee oh, Goose. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that's what I? Bumblebee Goose. That's the height of fun. It's so it's so cute. Is it? <laughs> is your goose gonna be a girl, a a goose or a gander? Oh, that's a good because question. the Halloween costumes. You know that'll help you narrow things down a little bit. I'm not gonna commit, but I do want to say if anyone feels inspired to try. The porch goose, and they heard about it from me. I want, I want credit for it. Yeah, I do not want you to get a porch goose before I do and act like you invented you that. Invented it. Mm-hmm. So you that's heard it here first. Yeah. Exactly. Is anyone in this podcast allowed to also get a porch goose? Not until okay. Actually, this is a better rule. No one can get a porch goose until I get a porch goose. Well, and I'm hoping what's that holding you back. What's the timeline here? Um, I'm hoping that by the back. by the next influenced, I will have. And that's Q1. Goose. Yeah, that's 2023. I don't know yeah. how often we do these. We're Is trying it? to do them quarterly. Okay, well, guys, I don't know. It's a little bit. My entire kitchen fell apart today, so I don't know when I'll be able to get a porch goose. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Give me oh, some dark. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have something worse than an intent to try. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I see your intent to try and I raise you a in search of things to try. <laughs> an ISO. <laughs> 
is a um, D-I-S-O. Claire, you've introduced me to that term. Do you know D-I-S-O? Oh, desperately in search of? Desperately in search of. And then what is it in the Stanley group? Is it? It's not my unicorn, is it? I thought... Is unicorn it, was a. In I the think Stanley a unicorn group. is. Oh, some, it's uh-huh. like the one that you're the thing that you're just like looking for, like the diamond in the rough, kind of. Yeah. So so DSO something to try for Q1. Uh, <laughs> okay. If anyone <laughs> has any ideas, anything, food, <laughs> beauty product, book, TV, mm-hmm. anything at all hobby. that you want to hobby. Oh, I would love a hobby. Music. Mm-hmm. Send it my way. Grace is pretty much always open-minded I'm about open. trying things. Yeah. No, I sent her an entire something. skincare routine and she has not said one thing about it. I, I bought tried it. I bought five things from that list, Dan. Well, and I like haven't you talked about them on here? Because hmm? I didn't stick with it very good. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm open to trying. <laughs> but she tried good. it. She did try. She I made it try. I shouldn't say she's she's open-minded about trying things that she feels self-motivated to try but yeah you're right if it's like here try this she's she might dig her little heels in but (laughs) okay i'm sorry if it's a time intensive everyday thing i may not be very consistent it was a very simple skincare routine i tried it okay (laughs) okay so send claire a message Mm -hmm. for me just Mm -hmm. send hop culture pod a message yeah claire will see it and tell me (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just keep in mind when you message Hop Culture, it's little me behind the screen. And if there's anything mean, I can't handle it. So yeah, keep that in mind. Claire gets a lot of mean messages. I don't know. I never get anything mean from Hop Culture. Um, (laughs) No, but really, I'm just not in a position right now to be as influenced as I need to be for this podcast Mm -hmm. segment. So please, listeners, help me. We don't usually do weekly wins on Influenced episodes because we're sharing things already, but I would like to share a weekly win that has nothing to do with being influenced briefly. Is that okay with the group? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So my kids have discovered the witty turns of phrase that we all enjoyed in elementary school, wherein you say things like, what are you doing under there? Underwear, you know, or... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's your name? Claire. What color is the sky? Blue. What? Where am I pointing? Up. Claire blew up. Like those sort of things. They love them. I, I forgot about that one. That one doesn't make oh, sense. It's pretty dumb. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Right? Claire blew up? It's just well, not very just like Well, exactly. That's well, yeah. actually true. It's just like, it's not embarrassing to blow up. Yeah. It's just unfortunate, you know. But yeah, there's others that are, you know, potty humor that I'm not going to give airtime but you can you can imagine so and they all they always keep trying to trick me and i'm always like guys those have been around since i was a kid like you're not going to trick me so they've started creating their own and they're as (laughs) terrible as you can imagine bless molly's heart she just copies exactly what the older girls did but she thinks it's hilarious so you have to like let her do it too and then she laughs and laughs but ella came up with one that wasn't half bad so she says what does a pirate say R, what letter am I making? <laughs> she just draws a U in the air. And then what are peanuts made out of? Nuts. Are you nuts? <laughs> I think it's um, like a four out of 10. Like it's not as bad as some of the other ones. But a lot of them will just be drawing things in the air. And they're like, what word am I writing? And it's like you or something like Y-O-U. Or like they're so 
like they're out in left field, but <laughs> yeah. they're just Don't trying get, to make a, a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, it's one, a lot of work. One was like, what word is in the middle of this <laughs> sentence? And you have to like listen to the whole sentence and then like the middle, it's the middle word. <laughs> and the, oh the thing gosh. is like, this is poop or something. It's always like a potty <laughs> joke at the end, but I think it's hilarious. Um, you know, with all the talk of like TikTok tweens, it does my heart good to see that kids are still just doing kids doing the same little- dumb mm-hmm. jokes that they've Wait. been doing for decades. Andre, when you said this is poop, it reminded me. So when we did our <laughs> advice episode and that listener was talking about their problem with their neighbor who's not cleaning up after oh, their dogs. Oh, yes. It reminded me of an apartment complex that I lived in where not only did dogs, people not clean up after their dogs outside, but down in the parking garage, there was a little like a little lump of poo. But then next to it, someone angrily had written, this is poop with an arrow. (laughs) (laughs) They were so mad that no one cleaned it up. And it was there for months. I think oh. it was still there when I moved out. So don't oh. live in Midtown 360 in Orem. <laughs> Midtown 360. Is that place, Wait. wasn't it dubbed like the greatest housing failure of Utah's history or something? <laughs> it was so bad. It <laughs> that took, monstrosity it took years on State and years Street. to like build and then it's hideous and awful. I heard it, I, I heard so many rumors that it was like only 10% like occupied and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, I forgot you lived there for a while, Grace. <laughs> That was such a weird time. Yeah, yeah. I just I took over someone's contract just for like a few months, so I didn't live Mm -hmm. there long. And then you lived in that basement after that. Mm -hmm. Did Tess live in the closet for a week? Tess lived (laughs) in the closet for a couple weeks. Yes, the closet of Grace's basement. (laughs) No (laughs) windows. Oh my god! (laughs) It was really some of the best sleep I've ever gotten. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>